the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation. This program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I wonder if you guys know the name of that song. And if you know the name of the song, then you probably know the name of the movie. And if you know the name of the song and you know the name of the movie, you probably know the topic of the uh, of conversation that we're going to have today. This is Carl Welch, and uh, you're listening to the Silicon Valley Business Connection. I got it right. Uh, and you're listening to, in case you don't know, this is KDOW 1220 on the AM. And today we're going to talk about sports. The one thing I know absolutely nothing about. But the gentleman that we have on the phone is world-renowned for his knowledge and wisdom, his antics, his intelligence, uh, and his good looks. But we won't talk about that today. We have Mike Lupica on the phone. Oh, wait a minute. Not Mike Lupica. Who? No. Arthan Gilder, you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Arthan Gilder is on the phone. Welcome to the show, Arthan. Thank you very much, Carl. Uh, great to be here. Now, I know I've known Arthan since Arthan was a little bitty boy. Now he's a grown man. Arthan is an incredible gentleman. He runs a sports program called All About Goals, uh, and he works with kids between the age of 7 and 18. He, they coach football. They coach basketball specifically, and they do camps. Uh, and and uh, he also works with kids on their academic institutions, on their sociological development in life uh, with family issues. He also works with them on uh, other sports, such as football, uh, water polo, and everything else. And that's, that's, no, that's no joke. Arthan also is the host of a of a YouTube show called this Dallas based YouTube show and it's called uh, What Do I Know About Sports? And obviously if I was on that show, it would take me like two minutes to get kicked off. <laughs> so Arthan, welcome to the show. I'm glad to hear from you today, brother. Yeah, it's uh, really great to be on the show. Yeah. Really great to be on the show. Uh, Arthan, tell me about your about your YouTube show. How's that coming for you right now? Well it's it's going great. Uh a friend of mine, uh, Jamal he and I started this, and, you know, we're just two guys that actually tackle a lot of the issues in reference to sports, issues and topics in sports that the larger networks, you know, want to tap dance around yeah. or really can't talk about or they want to be politically correct about it. And, you know, we're not talking heads. Right. You've been knowing me, as you said, for a long time, and you know I'm going I'm to call it straight like I see it. That's right. That's right. So maybe we should have gotten Janelle on the phone with us also, because she's another one of those call-it-like-you-see-it type of persons. Now, what do you think about her suspension? What do I think about her suspension? I'm going to be very candid. I think that she has about as much right to call the President of the United States a white supremacist as much as he has the right to call NFL players SOB. 
Right. So I what think, do you so what do you think about ESPN's choice to uh to uh, suspend her? Oh, I think from what do you mean from a moral aspect or from yeah, a business well, aspect? Well, both. Both. <laughs> you know, from a moral aspect, I think it's crap. From a business aspect, hey, they got to protect their money. Yeah. The FCC is regulated by the government. So you're saying something directly about the government. So they've got to cover themselves. So you think that's you think that's what it is when they when they do the uh, oh, social the, media stuff 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 yeah beyond the shadow of a doubt yeah all right so so she's wrong uh, she's wrong um, but she's right right there's empirical data that backs up a lot of the things that she says mm-hmm. and you know we're not necessarily going to go into that we're not going to talk about you know Richard Spence et cetera et cetera we're not going to talk about all these things that have been well documented mm-hmm. okay. But just like he was wrong in reference to a lot of the things that he says, and we will jump out and we will uh, eviscerate him in reference to these things, you know, we've got to swing that hammer, you know, towards her also. Okay, well, speaking of uh, uh, what's wrong and what's right, uh, you're in Dallas. Yes, I am. Home of the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Yes. America's team. Right. Jerry Jones says... (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think? Do you think that's patriotism or do you think it's business on his part for first thing when he uh, took a knee, you know, I guess before the anthem? Oh, okay. Okay. That, that one specifically was grandstanding. Yeah. Okay. And I think everybody knows by now that the players had already, well, they were pretty much set on what they were going to do. And then about an hour before the game started, you know, owner Jerry comes in the locker room and says, hey, let's do this. Right. A compromise. And wait a minute, who had he talked to earlier that day? Oh, yeah, the president. Yeah. Okay. So well, it's a, it, was, it was grandstanding. And so now his decision is what? Oh, his decision is, hey, you know what? If you do anything that embarrasses the flag, uh, you're not, you're not going to play. Right. Now, and let's go backwards a little bit. You know, when one of the uh, outlandish statements that Trump made, he said that eventually a owner is going to call out one of those players. Mm-hmm. Okay. For, for disrespecting the flag, and that owner will be the most popular person in the U.S. Oh, so so this was already written several weeks ago, and then Jerry comes out and follows script and does it. Right, right. So let me ask you about the players real quick. Right. Do you think that let, let's let's try to look at it from their standpoint, not the players, but the other people? Uh, do you think that they could look at this as it being disrespectful to the flag, disrespectful to first uh, responders, disrespectful to our armed forces, regardless of, of the originality of it and regardless of, of the uh, social consciousness of those players? Do you think that they could have a a, uh, a little truth in their reality? Well, as you just said, you know, uh, perception is reality. So I will say, yes, they could have that. Yes, they could feel that it, that it is disrespectful, but that's where dialogue comes in. If I think you're, if I say Carl is green, and um, you know, and I just keep talking about you saying that you're green, instead of coming to you and say, Carl, you know what? I think you're green. And he said, No, Arthur, this is green. I'm actually blue. Oh, you know what? If I wouldn't have had a dialogue with you to actually understand where you're coming from, I would have continued to think that you were green. Okay. Okay. So what is going on now? Uh, the the ultimate message is getting confused. This topic, Carl, has so many different issues, so many different layers, pardon me, uh, that, that's ridiculous, and they're not getting touched upon. 
I don't want to talk about Francis Scott Key and where he actually wrote the national anthem. Well, not until the, the second murder. segment. We'll talk right. about that in the second segment. <laughs> okay. You know, we don't even want to go so deep into what this flag and the anthem actually represents. We don't want to talk about the amazing amount of compromises uh, that are, have been heaped upon, and I'm not going to say specifically blacks, but just minorities, uh, because of economics, uh, because of the power structure's uh, financial concerns, and that's what this is. If this was something that was going to benefit the owners, and specifically Jerry Jones, he'd be kneeling down on two knees. But don't you think that this actually could benefit Jerry Jones and every other owner if, in fact, they gave these uh, the players the opportunity to express themselves in that way without even being disrespectful? I mean, don't you think that maybe... Uh, the solidarity between the owners and the players could actually help, and it, it would stop a lot of the, the a lot of the young African Americans that I know that are boycotting the NFL because of it. You know um, what, Carl? You know, Carl, and I'm speaking. I'm, I'm going to speak in like say in fourth person here. Okay. Now, your question was, don't I think it would help some of the young African Americans that you know actually boycotting the NFL? Well, those young African Americans aren't my sponsors. Those young African Americans aren't the people who are spending all these uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in suites. They're not helping me build a stadium. Yeah, but right now, Mr. Fourth Person, don't you know that there is a national uh, opportunity for uh, – not an opportunity. Uh, there's, a, there's a trend about to go around that everyone's going to start boycotting all the sponsors um, of, the, uh, of both the television show and of the uh, NFL games um, um, or the NFL teams – um, if they, if anyone like Jerry Jones start to talk, uh, say that they're going to stop the the players now, from now, 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 hear me out here. The first YouTube show that we did uh, it was right before the, the the season started, and I talked about leverage. Leverage. The players, uh, consumers, we have leverage. If we stop buying a product, we can cause change. Right. But as long as we continue just to talk and we don't utilize our leverage, there's never going to be any change. Now, if in the event that what you're talking about actually happens, then you got something there. But being where I am here in the, uh, in the, in the state of Texas, in Dallas, and I've been in that stadium, I do not think that the people that will stop going to the games are going to make an impact enough for Jerry Jones to even blink an eye. You don't think so? I do not think so. I wish that it All would. Right, so now Jerry Jones is one thing. Now Jerry Jones is one of the one of the wealthier owners and got one of the uh, wealthier teams. What about some of these teams? I don't know who Jacksonville. What's the what's one of the San Francisco maybe even? Right. You think that we can? You think some of the impact could affect uh, any of those smaller uh, or lesser? I don't know. What do you call them? Economically viable teams? I think it's going to be have to be a situation where it's going to have to be done nationwide. So even if it doesn't just even if it doesn't like the you know the the, the great uh, but, bus boycott, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't cripple that particular uh, business, it is making enough of a statement so people know, so the power structure knows how serious everyone is about this protest. Yeah. It can't be a handful of people. Right. It has to be. It has to be nationwide. I think it needs, needs to go all across the country. It can't be a situation where Dallas is doing it, but San Francisco isn't. Yeah. Or San Francisco is and Oakland is it? Okay? It has to be joint. All right. And and uh, when we come back, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a little pause for the calls in a minute. But when we come back, I want to talk to you about the from the athletes' perspective, from yeah. the um, uh, viewers' perspective. You know, someone like me, uh, mm-hmm. and from the socially conscious or the or the uh, or the uh, um, 
perspective of America and how and why the president is getting involved in this. You're listening to uh, Silicon Valley Business Connections. You talk, I'm talking to Arthur Gilder from All About Goals from Dallas, Texas, and we'll be right back. This is Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr., brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com, or call 408-288-8806. Now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Welcome back to Business Connections, Silicon Valley Business Connections. This is Carl Welch, and I'm speaking to the great Arthan Gilder. And Arthan, uh, you remember that song that came out when we were kids, right? Michael oh, Henderson? my God, yes. <laughs> and back then, who, who, who do you think, in your opinion, who do you think is the best wide receiver or give me the top five even uh, i would have to start with jerry rice okay and i'm gonna i'll stop there <laughs> you think I'll jerry rice there. is the number one receiver uh, of all yeah, time yeah jerry lance swan and better than no. antoine and yes yes really yes okay i guess yes means yes 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 means yes and, and you know what and it might be a situation because i got to know and read a lot about uh you know jerry rice from his work ethic um, you know Jerry Rice. Mm-hmm. You know he was drafted high, but you know he was known for being slow. And you know, and you know from uh, playing football and watching football at mm-hmm. that time before you got you know to being just such an academician and you know socially <laughs> socially conscious guy. Yeah, that's me. That's you, right? Uh, Jerry Rice never got caught. Yeah, yeah, he never no, got right. caught. Right. And you know, and his whole thing was he was always afraid that he would lose his position. Mm-hmm. So he outworked everybody, and that's just that's something that was just always so impressive to me. It's, it's got to be incredible to be considered the best of the best of the best. Yes. That's kind of, you know, and, and oh, that's I, amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, I, I, I've met a few players and, and, and I'm working right now with Stanford university on a program. And the program was actually funded originally by, by um, Ronnie Lott. So, oh, okay. yeah. So I've met him a couple of times, introduced him to my kids and, and they love him and he loves them. And, and, and when I just sit there and talk to him, I'm in awe of just the, the, just, the, the sheer power of that man. I've watched him play football personally when I was on the field. Right. And just the power that that man had on the field was incredible. I mean, he controlled the field. He dominated the field. He dominated that backfield. Um, he played two or three different positions. He was great at what he had. He was he was strong. He was powerful. He could have played linebacker as as, uh, as good as he was as a cornerback. But um, but I, 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 I that's one thing I do. I've always loved football players because I always believe that they are, you know, I, I, they're workhorses. They start playing when they're six years old, seven, eight years old, and they go until they're 30 and 40 sometimes uh, right. when they're the best. Right. And so that's incredible. You think that Jerry Rice, all right? I, I'll have to give you that one, but I, I personally, I love Lance Juan, maybe because of some of the things that he's done that's very commercial now. But mm-hmm. uh, I think Lance Juan's definitely one of the greatest. Well, you can't go wrong with either, can you? Yeah, no, 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 no. You can't go, <laughs> definitely go, can't go wrong. Now, let's continue talking. One of the things that uh, is going on uh, in sports, and, 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 and I do want to find out if, if we can make an economic impact so that they can, so people can really believe, uh, understand what the protest is all about. Now, the original protest with, with Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, was about the abusive behavior and attitudes and the dispositions that and how they the uh, certain cops have been killing unarmed black men looking for racial justice uh, equality um dr king says a lot about and, uh, and gave his life for just that issue 
One of the things that he is protesting was the national anthem, right? And and the turn from, especially in politics now, they want to take it away from the original protest to it being about um, about uh, our first responders, about the flag, which absolutely nothing, uh, and, and everything else. Tell me, what, what do you think about that? Well, I once again, uh, I'm going to use this very technical term. I think it's crap because that way, if I discredit or actually point everybody's focus at him disrespecting the flag, it takes the uh, the focus off of the main issue. Right. And that's all that's consistently being done, and it totally kills dialogue, and it brings up a, uh, a multiplicity, of, you know, of of other issues, which is very unfortunate. I know I was looking at some videos the other day, and just think about what you said a minute ago. Uh, Colin Kaepernick's uh, you know, initial protest is about the mistreatment of minorities mm-hmm. by policemen. Not just killings, because, you know, there are a lot of statistics in reference to, to the killing, but there are a, a variety of videos just of the abuse that uh, police officers do inflict on people. And these are innocent people. I'm not going to sit up here and say everybody is innocent. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people who are innocent, and they're snatched, and they're thrown around, and they're, you know, beat up. You know, Carl, you're from Long Beach. I'm from South Central. <laughs> you know, this is not something that we're not familiar with. Absolutely. Okay? And we're old enough to the point that, hey, that used to happen when we were coming up. We should be able to say that, but we can't say it used to. It still does. Right. And what happens now, uh, it's murder, it's uh, debilitating assault, and what ends up happening, the the police officers that inflict this punishment on people, you know what happens? They get a, a two- or three-week paid vacation, and they come back to work. Right. That's ridiculous. While we and lose our all, lives on the right. streets. Right, and that's, and that's all Colin Kaepernick was saying, hey, we need to do more with this. Right. And, and he's protesting by taking a knee, which is a silent protest, right. taking a knee on the national anthem, which which is the one thing that, I think it's being missed no matter how many times we say it out loud. They're missing the point about the national anthem. Right. right. So, so the national anthem, which originally it starts, Oh, say, can you see by the right. dawn's early light? What right. so proudly we hailed the verse, at the, the twilight's that last gleam all our life. Right, and, right. I, and I guess let me, let me interrupt you for a second. Yeah. Because this is a question that I asked somebody. I said, Hey, let me ask you a question. Have you ever sung the entire national anthem? Well, of course, of course. Yes, of course. You could ask a hundred people. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say 98 of them would say yes, of course, and they'd be emphatic by saying of course. But you and I both know that's not the case. Right. They have never sung the entire national anthem because there are verses that have been omitted. And why are these verses omitted? Right. Okay. Because then you have to go into the history of why they were there in the first place. In the place. first place. Right. Absolutely. Right. So there's a so there's a backstory that no one really knows, and they and and because they believe they've sung the entire song. All they're saying is the first verse. Exactly. Right. So there's <laughs> exactly. a second verse, and then there's a third verse. Yes. Now I'm going to read the words to this third right. verse. And this third Please. verse is we try to get them to understand this is one of the things that he's that no one's even talking about that is worth protesting against. And the word, right. the copy is this. Okay. No refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. And the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave. Or the land of the free and the home of the brave. All right. Okay, and you know what? And, and there was two lines before that that I want to uh, point out. Right. A home in a country should leave us no more. Their blood has wiped out their foul footsteps pollution. Right. Okay, right. now, 
just to educate people on that that aren't aware, okay, there was a war going on, okay, and slaves who had left the U.S. and were fighting for the British, and why was that, Carl? Because the British had said, you fight for us, we'll give you freedom. Right. Okay, and 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 during one of those wars where they obliterated the Americans, they captured a, uh, a gentleman, I think his last name is Bean. Mm-hmm. Okay, Francis Scott Key was kind of like a hostage negotiator at that particular time. Okay, negotiated him getting released, and the British said, we will release him, but after this particular battle. Right. Okay, during that particular battle, the Americans were winning, and they were killing by the hundreds the slaves who had, in their eyes, betrayed, betrayed the U.S. Mm-hmm. Francis Scott Key wrote the national anthem while this was going on. So this was not this was this was not uh, a song that was writ- uh, that was written to bring people together. Right. And that and, and that statement there, their blood wiped, they has wiped out their foul footsteps pollution. Right. Okay. So this flag, this flag, and this anthem was never really meant for certain people in the first place. And do you now, think that if they actually understand that, that the that the protest will be m- more recognized, respected, understood. In the spirit of candor, no. No. no, because I feel that there is a certain level of ignorance that uh, what is those saying? Ignorance is bliss, mm-hmm. and there's a certain amount of happiness in our country that's like, oh, that was then. That's what it meant then. It doesn't mean that now, and it can be very easily wiped wiped off. Right. Now, now, and please understand for anybody who's listening. I stand for the flag. I've sung the national anthem. I put my hand over my heart. I'm a, a certified NCAA AAU coach, and I stand proudly. But I do understand the history of what I'm standing. There's a comp- we all make compromises. We all live in this country, and things have been done to and against uh, minorities, you know, forever. Mm-hmm. We're here. We're benefiting. We're allowed the home of the free, the land of the brave, et cetera, et cetera. We understand that. But let's not act as if this particular symbol is so pure and clean that doesn't have a history that that was not always inclusive. Right. And and we, we, we want the NFL to continue. We want the players to continue. They've worked hard all their lives to get to where they are. We want people to understand the concept. And I, I personally want Kaepernick to come back and play. Um, I think he still has a few years left. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we, we only got a couple of minutes left. And what I want to do is make sure people get a chance to uh, reach out to uh, Arthan Gilder if they like. Arthan, tell us again the name of the show uh, that you have on YouTube. Okay, it's called What Do I Know Sports. And uh, how do they get in touch with you? How do they reach out to you if someone wants to uh, uh, get involved? I know I know one of the programs that you're doing with the kids, the basketball programs, yes. it's called All About Goals. And right. you, can, I know you, can, you can reach out to us uh, on, you know, on YouTube uh, through the link on the show, or I could always be reached at it. Uh, AAAGKings.com at Yahoo.com. Pardon me. AAGKings at Yahoo.com. AAKing, AAAG. Yeah, a, yeah, all three of my A's. Goals. No, two A's. All right. AAGKings Kings. at Yahoo. Yeah, at Yahoo.com. Yes. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've been listening to, you've been listening to the Business Connection, uh, the Silicon Valley Business Connection, and uh, I've been speaking to a, uh, a, one of the most intelligent uh, gentlemen that I know in the sports industry, Mr. Arthan Gilder. Arthan, thank you for being a part of the show. And uh, I look forward to talking to you a little bit more. You can find Arthan's information on YouTube 
And we'll also have the iPod, uh, the, um, not the iPod, what's it called? Podcast? The podcast. <laughs> we'll also have the podcast uh, on the uh, on the blackchamber.com website uh, within the week. So, everybody, have a great day. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.